Hello and welcome to All About Indie. I'm your host, Rourke, and um, to start this off, I'm going to talk about Joy Division, a band that started in 1976 in the UK and made an album very early on. It's called Unknown Pleasures, and two of the bigger songs off of it are Shadow Play and Disorder, both of them being adapted by skate punk, adapted by normal genres of punk, and generally called early indie. Um, in 1980, just before the album got really big, um, their lead singer did die. And I haven't gotten into looking into that, but I believe it was a drug overdose. That, that's kind of a common trend with early indie artists for some reason. Um, with the Talking Heads that formed in 1975, just a year before Joy Division, they were massive for years. They kind of went onto a worldwide scale and people kind of forgot about what they really were. They are a indie slash early punk band without really having the whole forming formation of an actual punk artist. It just sounds really different. And they did really good. They had some really great songs. Um, I haven't listened to them in quite a while, sadly, but they do have a few songs like burn the house down and, uh, and psycho killer. Those are some pretty good songs. They're not really polished, but they're good. Um, Motorhead fits into indie rock specifically. And Motorhead's really good. Motorhead has a bunch of music, but me never really getting into them too much just enjoying what I liked by them. Uh, Ace of Spades. It's a, it's a good song. <laughs> That's really all there is for them, for me. Um, Duran Duran's good. I don't listen to Duran Duran very much, and I haven't in a long time. But they have pretty great music. Um... That's pretty much it for the first segment. There's not very much for the 70s. Welcome back for segment two of All About Indie. Um, this is going to be starting in the 90s. This is skipped a bit of time. And to begin with, I think we should start with the biggest indie band of the 90s, Oasis. Um, I don't really listen to them that much. I don't I don't think their music is as great as people think it is. But Wonderwall's a pretty okay song, even though it's became sort of a joke. And they were very influential. They've changed a lot of things about music, but they're just kind of in a overplayed state. Their music is hard to listen to anymore. But some other bands from the nineties like Pixies, which is, I guess, an early indie punk of sorts. They have a song called Where Is My Mind and a song called The Baser. Those are pretty good. Those are in actually a lot of games, um, a lot of soundtracks from what I remember. 
And they're just one of those earlier bands that sounds a lot cooler than others because of the way that they attacked music and went towards it. It had a very different feeling. And then Sebada. Sebada is a skate punk band that kind of has a sound sort of like... Um, God, it's like a mixture of Black Sabbath and a little bit of The Clash. And it's kind of weird. Um, Dinosaur Jr. is an amazing band. I don't know any of the names of their songs, but I have a bunch of it in playlists. It's a very good band. They're great. Uh, Neutral Milk Hotel, they've been around since the 80s, but... They weren't super huge in the 90s, from what I know. And they've gotten bigger in the 2000s because of an influx of people getting into the genre again. Mainly people more my age. But Green Day, a band that so many people would love to say, oh no, they're commercial rock. They started off as a punk rock band, but... They were an indie punk band. And they had some very influential starting albums. They had Dookie. Um, their next album, I believe, was Nimrod. Both of those are really good. Um, their first album, or EP, Kerplunk, is a very lesser-known album, but it's one of their better ones. I have only listened to the tracks, I have never seen track names, because I have it on a little Memorex, and I've had it forever, honestly. It's... They're a great band. Their history is amazing. They started in 1986, and that's around the same time that that first DP came out. Um, to move on, Modern Mouse... Modest Mouse, I mean... Has been around since 1993. Um... They've always stayed true to their same style. They've never changed that much. But songs like Dashboard and uh, Float On, those are some really big songs. They're an amazing band. They were great to see live. I've only seen them live once. They're just a really strong powerhouse kind of band with the feeling of being a softer, more low-tempo indie. Another band is Fugazi, which is a little more punk-oriented. And I, sadly, don't listen to them as much anymore. They're a very quality band. They make very good music, but it's a little brash, really. But they're okay. Personally, I think that they're pretty alright. And there are some better ones, though. Like Stereolab. Stereolab made some weird, interesting, experimental music for the early 90s. And they only lasted until, like, the late 2000s. And that was about it. But, um... They have a song with explicits in the title, which I will not be saying because this is a podcast. And it's a very good song. 
it just sounded good. And then there's the Verve with Bittersweet Symphony. Most people know it. Most people have heard it. It's a good song. I think we all know that. But there's bands like Mogwai, which made art rock early on when art rock wasn't really a thing yet. They can't, They started playing things in 1995. And a couple other um, small ideas of some old indie rock artists are Deftones and Rage Against the Machine. Those were something that got really big. But that's going to do it for segment two. Hello and welcome back for segment three of All About Indie. Um, we're going to start in the 2010s until now in the 2020 area. So, some of the earlier bands from the 2010s and a little in the early 2000s or late 2000s are going to be bands like Modern Baseball and uh, the Front Bottoms. They're both pretty good. They're consistent in the Midwestern style emo punk genre. With it still sounding like it's got the indie twinge, and it's it's really good. Most modern indie is very set on to being that. Like Mac DeMarco with Chamber of Reflection and My Kind of Woman. Those are two super influential indie songs. Or with the Arctic Monkeys with their album AM in the early 2010s. And their album Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino in late 2010s. Actually released just last year. But, one of the more influential bands that has came out recently, and mainly in the UK, is called Easy Life. They're a floaty indie pop group with a ton of amazing songs, and they've got great albums. Everything about them is quite amazing, really. They've got a song called Basics that's just kind of got a thicker style 808 bass to it with a little more of a kind of floaty bass line and guitar line. It's a little bit odd. Some other songs have trumpet, though, because their lead singer, singer Marima Travers, is able to um, actually play trumpet, which is a big skill to have, even though his group isn't really ska-related in any way. And that's more of a ska thing. There's a indie psychedelic rock group from Brazil called Glue Trip, and they're a really good group. They are really amazing. They make just really weird music that's got a bunch of large soundscapes to just explore the whole way through. And then a couple more modern ones are Cuco and Claro with songs like Lover is a Day and Forever. Those are amazing as well. And Gorillas is more of a 2000s thing. They're good, too. But that's pretty much the end of segment three. So I've been your host. See you next time.